You slash down the last of the orcs that had ambushed you. This group had appeared out of nowhere. You look around the shadowy thicket where you'd been attacked, and suddenly Amrus falls down, a silvery dagger embedded in her chest. You'd only just met her in the town, but she'd been more than helpful to you and your companions. You all rush over to her and try and help her, but blood slowly leaks from her mouth. She's already dead. You inspect the dagger. Not orcish at all. It was sleek and silvery. Definitely not orcish. You get up and look around, but you see no other figure aside from you and your companions. So who did kill Amrith? What would you like to do? Welcome back to How to Be a Better DM. I'm Justin Lewis. I'm your Dungeon Master today, and together you and I will learn how to weave better stories for you and your players as you play D&D 5e. First thing I gotta say today is a big thank you to those who played the one-shot with me last week. It was a lot of fun, and I learned a lot. Having your support as players and, heck, even listeners of the show makes this so much more worthwhile and a lot more fun, so I just can't say thank you enough. And also, if you want to sign up for the next one shot, that's going to be happening in September, so you better get ready. Next, make sure you follow the show wherever good podcasts are heard. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the places. Uh, we're going to come up with some sort of goals for followers that if we hit, then we're going to do some sort of giveaway. So if you want to help make that happen, make sure you go give us a follow. Uh, and again, we could maybe do some sort of giveaway. Now, everyone has been in a dandy session that seemed just to be boring. You're trying to have fun, but for some reason, it's just dragging on. And as a DM, this is heartbreaking because all you want is for your players to have fun. Well, here are eight ideas to make your D&D game more fun. Number one is more flavors. Why do we like going to ice cream parlors? It's because we have a seemingly infinite array of flavors. It's the same reason buffets are so popular. You get to taste a large variety of savors or sweets and even allow yourself to try something new. If your D&D game has become boring, it's possible that you have allowed yourself to become complacent in the flavors you are presenting to your players. Now, obviously the flavor is a metaphor for game themes, genres, and so forth. So if your game is a hack and slash adventure, then maybe look for a way to do something different. Maybe a puzzling conundrum instead. Or perhaps you should add a flavor of romance. The trick won't be adding in the flavors. Instead, the trick is presenting tastes of the flavors and then gauging your player's interest and then incorporating more of the flavors that they liked later. Number two is more realistic characters. I have become depressingly jaded with movies these days. Movies and shows, in fact. I hate the fact that movies and shows employ flashy effects and cheap nostalgia to pull in viewers without really crafting interesting or realistic characters. And that's a travesty because interesting stories are moved by interesting characters, not interesting effects. Therefore, if you want to make your D&D game more fun and interesting, you should work on the characters in your story. 
I've been working on this more and more in my campaign, actually. In fact, I have an NPC who is a halfling cleric who, honestly, the group makes fun of more or less, but slowly they're starting to see that he's not just a lovable little halfling and instead has conflicting desires and flaws and weaknesses. And if you ask my opinion, those are the things that you can do to really flesh out characters. Look at their weaknesses and strengths and investigate their inner conflicts. Help show how they're a dynamic person. And as Tanner says, he's my counterpart, it's better to have higher quality NPCs and characters than higher quantity. Number three is more preparation. Dungeons and Dragons is just a game. You aren't preparing a master's level thesis or a PhD defense, but this is not a pickup game of basketball either. Tabletop role-playing games might be one of the few hobbies where you actually have to do a little bit of homework for it to function. And I found that if I want to have more fun playing D&D, then I need to prepare more as a DM. I'm not even saying that you need to double the time you spend on preparing for your campaign. What I am saying that giving even a little bit more thought to your game will help you and your group have more fun while you play. Maybe you think of a fun twist to add, or maybe you think of a small prop you can make, or maybe you just think about the voice of a singular NPC. All of it helps. I personally have a habit of preparing less than I should and improvising more than I should. So that's definitely something I'm working on. And actually, number four, speaking of small props or twists, Justin here from How to Be a Better DM. We are weeks away from releasing our new actual play D&D show. It's going to be called Pact and Boon, and we're really excited about it. I wanted to take a second today to introduce the character that I'm going to be playing in the show, Jolland Gray. Jolland is a six-foot-tall Earth Ganassi, and he has tan skin that is almost the color of Red Canyon rock. He has black onyx eyes and a scar that runs from right above his left eye to right below his left eye. He has a large chestnut-colored beard and hair, and he's actually balding on the top of his head. He has a bit of a punch. He's, he's, he's a bit uh, portly. He's always smiling, which is why most people actually call him Jolly. At any given moment, you can expect Jolly to be wearing luxuries clothing because he was a very successful businessman and he loves the luxuries of society. When he's traveling as an adventurer though, he wears as much armor as he can. You see, Jolly is an artificer, specifically an armorer. Jolly used to run and own a very successful tavern before it burned down, and because of that, he's very good at brewing alcohol and is actually somewhat of a connoisseur. Jolly hails from the town of Okrendel in Northern Gast, which is the northernmost country on the continent of Rel in the world of Calignus. Jolly is a happy-go-lucky person, and really, the only thing motivating him right now is revenge. If you want to find out why Jolly wants revenge so badly, and for what, go to sessionzerostudios.com slash pactnboon, that's P-A-C-T-N-B-O-O-N, and put in your name and email so you can get notified when Pact and Boon is released. Number four is the devils in the details. It's the small details that really delight your players. Naturally, you can't neglect the foundational parts of your story or gameplay, but adding in small details will help you and your players have much more fun while playing D&D. 
I used this tactic just yesterday as my group and I spent one entire session on just one combat encounter. It felt like it was kind of dragging on at times, so I started embellishing some of the spells a little bit. One character who worships a sun deity cast Spirit Guardians, which manifested as a solar system, with little planets and solar flares reaching out to strike the opponents. It's not a big detail, however, it underscores the idea that this character worships a sun deity, and it also helps to break up the routine of combat. Number five is ask your players. You should really use this tactic even when not focused on making D&D more fun. Asking your players what they thought about the previous session or even specific encounters in the session is the absolute best way to make D&D more fun because when they talk about things they didn't like, note that, and then do less of that in the future. And when they talk about things that they did like, do more of that in the future. It's just all about catering to your players. Number six is adding more challenge. Not necessarily combat, by the way. One of my failings as a somewhat novice DM is gravitating toward combat encounters. It's really easy for me to plan sessions around combat encounters, which doesn't necessarily mean more fun or better story in the game. Honestly, sometimes I think I use combat as a crutch for my players to solve problems. And I'm trying to wean myself off of it and actually give my players more chances to use their brains rather than just throwing them into combat. Don't get me wrong though, there's a time and a place for combat, but the time is not always and the place is not everywhere. Number seven is to slow down. A secret hack I've discovered recently is more of, I guess, a mental hack than anything, but it's to slow down. So often I find myself in a somewhat manic state trying to give a story and do everything at once and that does not make for a very fun game. Instead, I found that when I slow down, it allows me to really focus and give a better D&D experience and to listen and not cut off my players when they're saying things. There was a study done that had found that certain people have different speaking cadences. And what I mean by this is certain people are more prone to interrupt simply because that's the cadence of their speech. Uh, I am one of those people. I am one of those people that naturally talk uh, or are quick to speak. But then there are, there are other people that have longer pauses in their cadence. And it's not because their brain is moving slower. It's just because they have a natural cadence with how they speak. And if you don't slow down as a DM, you can steamroll some of these people who naturally are gonna take bigger pauses before they speak or even in between their thoughts. And it's also a good relationship tip is to slow down and listen because you know if you're like me and you speak too much probably, you have a wife who has longer pauses, it's very useful to slow down and shut up and let her speak, but that's that's a whole nother story. Number eight is to add more theatrics. We go to the theater for the theatrics. We want the special effects in addition to the story. So when you have a good story nailed down, then it's time to add in the special effects and the wow factor. Again, I'm gonna repeat that. When you have a good story nailed down, then it's time to add in the special effects and the wow factor. In the case of movies, they don't have good stories nailed down. 
So they should spend less budget on the effects and more budget on the story. Thanks again for listening to our show. If you like our content and would like to engage with more of it, head over to our Instagram account at how to be a better DM and give us a follow. Make sure to watch some of our Dungeon Master Rules videos while you're there to give yourself some more structure and procedure as a Dungeon Master. Also, don't forget to reach out with a DM and we can talk shop and I can get to know you a little bit better. Thanks again for listening. Uh, I recently added some LED lights to our gaming area that actually helps to make the mood what I want it to be. In fact, in the current, I guess, arc that they're going on, they are in an elemental temple of fire. So naturally, I turn those LEDs on to red, and bada bing, bada boom, there's at least some mood lighting, and obviously it's kind of hard where we play because there's so many windows that I can't block out all external light, uh, but that that is hope for the future. But it, it just allows you to add just that a little bit extra factor, and, and again, this is something that you work on after you've worked on the story because story comes first. So there you have it. Eight ideas to help you make your D&D game more fun. Number one is add more flavors. Number two is make more realistic characters. Number three is do more preparation. Number four is the devil's in the details. And number five is ask your players what they want. Number six is add more challenge. Number seven is slow down. Number eight is add more theatrics. Now, again, thank you guys for listening to today's show. Make sure you follow us wherever good podcasts are heard. And if you help us get to our goal, which we will announce in future episodes, we will start a giveaway on our Instagram. That is how to be a better DM. Just search us. Uh, But make sure you follow us so you never miss a single episode. And uh, yeah, thank you guys again for listening to the show. I look forward to hearing about your DMing successes. Until next time, let's go ahead and roll initiative.